Hello, welcome to Prince Tribe by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we'll be talking about Gamilla from The Chocolate Invasion, recorded in 2000 at Paisley Park and released on the 14th of April 2001 as the B-side of The Daisy Chain. Um, and officially, this was the final release of the new Power Generation. Um, it was it was released on the 14th of April 2001, um, sold at concerts. Uh, originally, it was sold during the celebration that took place um, that week at Paisley Park. Um, there was another couple of singles, uh, Peace and Super Cute, that were kind of, you know, also sold on the, the tour at the same time. Um, so once again, Prince going with a very different distribution method uh, for getting this song out originally. And of course, it was then later collected onto the uh, Chocolate Invasion, um, you know, three years later. Um, on the track, it is just Prince and Najee playing the flute. Uh, the track is 3 minutes 11, and joining me to talk about today is Noah McMullen. Hello, Noah. Hi there. This is, uh, you know, an instrumental, the only instrumental on Chocolate Invasion. I mm. think Prince's penultimate instrumental, um, you know... Uh, after the, like two years after this song was recorded, Prince did two instrumental albums. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really weird because this is kind of like the almost the final instrumental from Prince, but it was actually released before two albums that were just instrumental. Um, so it's kind of there's a lot of with Chocolate Invasion and um, Slaughterhouse. There's a lot of kind of time travel between when stuff was released and and when it was finally collected mm-hmm. uh, in a form that, that people had uh, you know kind of free access to um, you know and obviously it wouldn't have been until it was on t- a title many many years later um, and now on Spotify that you know most people would actually be able to hear this song. So mm-hmm. um, you know it is uh, it is a kind of instrumental that in the style of uh, Venus de Milo uh, from Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's kind of like a, a lilting piano track um you know there's no real kind You're of groovy i would say maybe yeah um the, the, I, the thing is i think now she's credited with playing flute but the sounds to me like there's some kind of soprano saxophone on there as well um and i don't know if mm-hmm. she played both obviously eric Leeds was a flautist as well as being a saxophonist so um i see no reason why she wouldn't be playing that but uh, you know from around this time credits were hard to come by and and so it's not entirely accurate you know, no one can really say exactly when the song was recorded other than it was definitely done before the 14th of April because, you know, 2001, because that's when it was released. Yeah. Um, but And also kind of like figuring out who was on the track is also a little bit difficult, um, you know, around this time. So, I, you know, I think most credited sources give Neji as just being flute. There's a strong chance that, you know, the, the sound that you're hearing that sounds like a saxophone might be just prints on some kind of keyboard. Um, you know, he's done mm-hmm. that before. But it sounds to me like an actual soprano saxophone, but, um, you know, it, it might not be that. Um, so, I mean, in terms of like a genre, I, I mean, I guess it sounds kind of, like I said, it sounds a little bit like Venus de Milo. It's kind of just this gentle kind of ballad. Yeah. Um, you know, that it doesn't kind of, I mean, you know, it's, it's got a very nice tune, but it doesn't, it's not really, um, you know, the stuff that's on expectation and, uh, and news is, you know, more notably jazz based. This is, this is like very much like, um, it, it recalls like smooth jazz, I guess, in kind of a. Yeah, negative way personally a little bit. The thing is, I mean, as well, it's you know, it's not very long. Yeah. You know, it's three minutes eleven. It was originally uh, part of the MPG Music Club number eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where I think it might have been. Uh, yeah, it was. It was released alongside Silicon and High, um, and there was the video of Dolphin that Prince made available, and also there was a performance of Get Off from a concert in two thousand that was also part of. Um, you know, part of that that particular kind of release. 
um, you know, uh, which was done on the 19th of December 2001, you know, mm. you know, still in the same year as uh, as when it was released on single for people to buy. Um, like I said, final single of the um, the New Power Generation, probably one of the final tracks that Prince ever recorded that was just credited to the New Power Generation. Um, there are mm-hmm. some other tracks that are collected on both Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse that were originally issued as New Power Generation, but by the time you, they were collected, um, they were they were just listed as Prince. Um, you know, and Prince was officially still Symbol when he released this song, but by the time they got to Chocolate Invasion, he changed his name back, so he just you know went by Prince again. So. Um, it's really weird because there was a point where Prince was very kind of keen to make the distinction between stuff done by Symbol, stuff done by Prince, stuff done by the New Power Generation. But by the time you got to Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse, he's just like, it's all Prince. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't it's, it's, don't it's, worry it's... about distinguishing stuff anymore. It's just all Prince, you know. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's worth saying as well that you know the MPG Music Club number eleven was the penultimate issue. The 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 last one would be January um, two thousand two. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which would feature um, no no songs. I don't think that were actually collected on um, on either Chocolate Invasion or Slaughterhouse, but it did have some songs that ended up on One Night Alone. It's kind of it's it's unusual. I mean, it's hard to kind of speak about instrumentals without telling people just to go listen to it. I mean, like I said, it's available on Spotify. Yeah, um, but I like um, it. Kind of starts with this this kind of you know very gentle introduction. You know, there's not a huge amount of instrumentation on this other than really the piano and the flute and like I said, a kind of a saxophone sound. Like conga um, drums. Yeah, just some very, very kind of like light, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, kind of, um, uh, what is it called? Percussion. Just a little bit of percussion. Not, you know, not anything to kind of overwhelm it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is obviously a kind of a quieter track. Um, it's interesting because a lot of the stuff that's on Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse, you know, they're very, uh, there's a lot of kind of like rap stuff, you know, kind of, you know, early 2000s Prince rap. Um, and a lot of it's kind of very loud, very boastful. Um, so it's weird to get this kind of quiet, you know, instrumental number breaking things up in the middle of this this collection. Um, but you know, it's a it, it kind of it, the I'd say that the flute part is kind of the more interesting thing. You know, Prince playing chords on a piano is is something we've kind of heard before on on these instrumentals. So I think that you know what Naji is bringing with this kind of flute line is probably the more interesting part in the uh, in the song. And I mean, also some of the um like like the the stranger synths that end up getting used in this, I I I'm, I, I like quite a bit. Like the sort of um, I don't I don't know how exactly to describe, but the very like basic synth sound that, that's like, getting used like a little bit later on in the track is kind of nice. Yeah, where it's just like glissandoing everywhere. It's one of those things where um you know when Prince did the stuff on like Expectation and News. You know, because it was like more obviously, you know, jazz based with, the, you know, the the inclusion of uh, John Blackwell on drums and stuff, you mm-hmm. would get more kind of development of certain themes and then you would get the return of those themes. Whereas on this track, it just kind of feels a bit more linear, uh, like, you know, the kind of chords come back a little bit, but it doesn't really it doesn't really feel like a big idea kind of is introduced or returns in the song. Uh, yeah, like, like it, it doesn't really end up, I mean, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it doesn't really end up going anywhere or, or changing that much throughout the course of the song. Kind of stays yeah. in the same place. I mean, I get, I, like, I when it comes to these types of instrumentals, you know, the kind of quieter instrumentals, I mm-hmm. think it just depends if you enjoy the production, um, you know. And I would say that the production reminds me a lot of um, Venus de Milo, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just Prince is playing the same piano or something or... Or maybe he's using the same studio we recorded that in, or I, like I don't know what it is, but the the like the feel of Venus de Milo kind of you know this song very much reminds me of that song, 
um, you know, when I'm listening to it. And so I, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I really enjoy Venus de Milo, but I think mm. Venus de Milo is a bit cashier than um, Gamilla. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think by the time you get to the end of Gamilla, it's very hard. Like you kind of have a vague idea of what the introduction was and what it started off being, but it's it's not that like, <laughs> you, there's no, you lose like, really track memorable. of a, yeah. There's no there's no kind of really memorable hook. Some of the tracks on Expectation and and you know a couple of the tracks on News, they at least had parts where there was kind of a hook that would kind of play and you could kind of you know you could kind of grasp onto that. But I feel this is a little bit too kind of light and floaty. Like it doesn't it doesn't really feel like it's coming to a conclusion you know it just mm-hmm. kind of it just kind of gradually uh, kind of finishes and then it's over and uh, yeah. you know it which i don't know I, I feel like prince you know dabbled kind of a little bit in instrumentals before he did you know two full albums of them and sometimes you know they were really good and occasionally they were a little bit forgettable and i feel like this unfortunately mm-hmm. f- falls on the side of being a bit more forgettable yeah no that's i'm kind of on the same page with that i, I feel like this could work pretty well in like a like a movie setting like as just like background noise for a scene, I feel like this would be something good. Yeah. Um, but like as a song, I feel like Prince has been kind of in the same sort of territory before, and he does, he's he's done it better. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I think that's the fact as well that uh, you know originally um, the Daisy Chain had no album that it was uh-huh. associated with. You know, like the New Power Generation, Prince had been thinking about releasing an album called Peace in 2000. But he kind of abandoned that idea. Um, so, it, it, like the fact that this was basically the B side to a single by a band that effectively didn't actually exist, because on you know on Daisy Chain it's it's like Prince and one other person I think. Like it's not it's not like a full band like it used to be with the New Power Generation. So it just feels like this is some kind of vestigial like B side that's accidentally uh-huh. got collected onto an album here. <laughs> like, um, you know, it feels like Prince was just kind of counting up tracks and he's like, I need one more track. You know, okay, I'll throw this B-side on. You know, it's worth noting, you know, a lot of Prince's B-sides, when he started out doing actual B-sides, um, you know, not when Warner Brothers kept, you know, re-releasing mm-hmm. a- A-sides as B-sides, which happened for the first kind of three or four years of his, his career. Um, you know, once Prince actually started doing B-sides, and obviously we ended up with the B-sides collection, um, they never, they never were used on albums. You know, like it's not like he'd do a B side and then on the next album suddenly one of those B sides would show up. So the fact that this was a B side and then you know it ends up getting collected on. I mean, I don't, I hesitate to call either Slaughterhouse or Chocolate Invasion an album because they mm. are just really collections of songs. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that kind of speaks to how Prince thought of it. You know, like it was kind of just an afterthought. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so but not, you know, not a terrible song, but at the same time not super memorable and you know if you're going to be if you're going to be an instrumental you really need to kind of you know give me something that i can kind of hum um, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like naji is you know enjoying himself kind of trying out some ideas but i don't feel there's like a really big hook that kind of makes the song memorable so um for me i'd say probably two out of five maybe two and a half out of five but i think i probably i'll probably erring on the side of two out of five yeah i'm i'm right there with you like like i would say two to a three maybe i mean it's it's i would say that it's 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 firmly okay uh but i can't really say much more about it than that i feel like it's, it's an okay song um i mean and he put it out for free mostly so yeah. i mean i cut i give it a little bit more credit for that um, but there is so much other Prince material that I would listen to before I would listen to this song. I mean, and I feel like that's the way that, that 
he almost treated it. Uh, it's worth saying as well that when it was originally put on, I think it was when it was originally collected on Chocolate Invasion, it was misspelt without the H at the end. Huh. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so that's how much of a kind of afterthought the song you know, turned out to be. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, this it, it, also isn't a track that Prince ever kind of like performed live. You know, there are a couple of instrumentals that Prince, like Venus de Milo, you know, mm. he regularly performed them live. And I feel from that, people, you know, had like an idea of what those songs were because they probably interacted with them in a live setting. Whereas in this case, you know, Prince never brought this one out. Maybe he couldn't remember how to play it. Um, but uh, like, I yeah. could see this as like the like the entrance music for the concert. Like, yeah. The, like the plays before actually anything happens, that would, it would be decent in that sort of setting. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, Prince just—he never—he never played it live. Uh, that's saying that that's not that's not unusual for the stuff that was on Chocolate. Oh Day yeah, and, and, for and sure. Slaughterhouse. So, uh, but anyway, I feel like we said about as much as anyone's ever going to say about Gamilla. So. <laughs> Let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Noah? Uh, yes. Um, I am on Twitter. Um, at I am the best Noah. Um, you can also find me on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Zeta underscore Waves. Z e t a underscore Waves. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us. Not sure why you would. At Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks much for being my guest here, Noah. Oh yeah, thank you. And otherwise. Strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.